was interested to read today that News Poll has found that a majority of voters back changes to superannuation tax concessions. This policy, which is set to come into effect after the next election, doubles the tax rate to 30% on earnings for balances over $3 million held in superannuation. Despite many describing the challenge as modest, we've heard that word quite a lot in the last few days, uh, certainly from the government, the opposition has promised to repeal the tax if elected. The Greens are among those clamouring for more ambition. Greens Economic Justice Spokesperson Nick McKim, welcome to RN Drive. Good afternoon, Andy. How are you going? I'm well. Uh, You described Labor's plan as fiddling at the margins. Given the blowback that they've received with this policy, um, isn't it a good place to start the conversation? Dip a toe in the water and then see what the electorate will, will take? Well, look, they've got a bit of blowback from uh, from Peter Dutton and the rest of his cohorts in opposition, but I don't reckon they're getting much blowback out there in the community because I think Australians generally accept the proposition that if you've got multi-million millions of dollars in your superannuation fund, you don't need uh, uh, you don't need handouts from the taxpayer to um, to boost your funds even further when people uh, on the average wage ultimately will be ending up paying a higher marginal tax rate even under Labor's proposal than people with $50 million in their super funds. What do you think the cap should be then? Well, we think the cap should be $1.9 million, and we've picked that number because that is the current uh, transfer balance cap, which was originally set by former Treasurer Scott Morrison, interestingly enough, um, which is the threshold below which earnings on super funds in retirement are tax-free. And how many Australians would that affect? Oh, that it would affect just over 1% of the biggest superannuation fund. So about double the amount of people that Labor's proposal affects and it would um, tax them about twice as hard as Labor, Labor's proposal does and it would come in earlier and ultimately our proposal, as I said, just uh, impacting on the top or the largest 1% of superannuation funds would raise about 55 billion dollars over the next decade, which you could use to help uh, lift a lot of Australians out of poverty by increasing social security payments or uh, or doubling rent, ex- uh, rent assistance, for example. And, and I know that that figure, 54.6 billion over the next decade, was done by the Parliamentary Budget Office, but uh, 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 have you done any modelling on whether that's indexed or not and whether it should be? Well, we're not proposing um, indexation, but uh, if Labor wants to come to the table and have a, a good faith discussion with us about indexation, we'd be very happy um, to, to engage in that conversation with them. I mean, what we're basically proposing is that we should eliminate all tax concessions for superannuation funds above $1.9 million. $1.9 million is enough to retire with dignity in a superannuation fund. And um, ultimately, super is about having enough money to retire. It's not for the super wealthy or shouldn't be for the super wealthy to engage in, uh, in estate planning or wealth accumulation. I understand your argument. Nevertheless, the Prime Minister, you know, has been asked about your plan and says Labor has got the balance right. I mean, it kind of goes back to my first question, which is uh, the polling today, a news poll says two-thirds of Australians think that's right. Uh, Do you think that there's more stretch in the Australian electorate to accept more taxation or more more of a clampdown, if you like? How stretchy is the electorate on this? 
Well, I'd love to see some polling on our proposal. Uh, obviously, that hasn't been done. The polling that you referred to is just in regards to the government's proposal. But um, as I said earlier, I have no doubt that a lot of Australians would back in the fact that 1.9% uh, is enough in a superannuation fund uh, so that above that figure you shouldn't be receiving um, further further handouts from the taxpayers, particularly when even under Labor's minim minimalistic plan, as I said, someone with um, over $3 million in their super fund will still be able to pay a lower marginal tax rate than somebody on the average wage in this country. Senator McKim, Labor needs your party and two crossbench senators to agree if the threshold isn't lowered. Will the Greens support the government's minimalistic plan, as you describe it? Well, we want the government to come to the table and have a conversation with us, and we hope that they do that. I hope the government doesn't engage in a sort of a their way or the highway scenario here, and if they do that, then we'll have a decision to make, and that's not a decision that we've made to date, so that would be a matter for our party room. But we want to engage in a genuine, good-faith discussion with the government, and we do hope they'll come to the table Let, on this one. Let's assume for one second that Labor doesn't budge Will your party support the changes in their current form? Uh, well, that's a decision that we haven't yet made and that would be a matter for our party room. Jim Chalmers said the money saved about $2 billion will go to reducing the budget deficit. There was some early suggestions by former Labor figures uh, about that money going to offset the retirement costs of those that don't have a lot of super. Where do you think you want to see that money go? How is that best spent on the trillion plus uh, deficit or on something more specific? We'd like to see genuine cost of living relief targeted at the Australians who need it the most. The problem that Labor has got is that they say they want to engage in budget repair, but the budget is only in need of repair because Labor have inexplicably adopted Scott Morrison's stage three tax cuts for the super wealthy, quarter of a trillion dollars in tax cuts overwhelmingly targeted at the top end of town that um, that Labor simply should walk away from. And if they did that, that would be the biggest uh, step they could make towards budget repair. And it would also be the biggest reasonable step they could make towards addressing, addressing wealth inequality in this country. 14 past five on RN Drive. Uh, if you just join me, Greens Economic Justice Spokesperson Nick McKim is here. And um, Senator, well, Independent Senator David Pocock this morning said that further interest rate rises obviously are looming. Uh, other measures, in fact, need to be looked at to increase household or housing availability. Have a listen to what he said. Let's start talking about things like capital gains tax discounts on investment properties, negative gearing, which we know are costing the budget a lot of money, but we also know are adding to the, the housing crisis. What do you think? Do you agree? Oh, that's long, long Greens policy. Welcome, uh, Senator Pocock, to the party. Um, but no, absolutely, the government should end the capital gains tax discount and they should end uh, the, the negative gearing that is, that is costing the budget so much and is contributing so much to the housing crisis and putting so many people into housing and rental stress in Australia. I just want to ask you lastly about this safeguard mechanism. Obviously, the bill's being debated this week. We've seen modelling come out that warned Labor's safeguard mechanism could risk an emissions blowout. Does this tell you the bill as it stands isn't up to scratch? 
Absolutely, it tells us the bill as it stands is not up to scratch. It's being written. It's been written by Labor for the big polluters, and if Labor wants to get that through the Senate, they're going to need to come to us and engage in genuine negotiations. And we have said very clearly to Labor that if they want that bill passed, they need to work with us to ensure no new coal and gas proposals can proceed in Australia, because that is what the climate science is telling us we need to do. And maybe work with you on super. Happy to do that too. Appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks, Andy. Cheers, mate. That's Green, uh, Green's Economic Justice Spokesperson, Nick McKim, here on RN Drive. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.